0: Okay.
1: You think a defensive player can be the NFL MVP this year? And if so, Aaron Donald?
0: Uh, probably. You know, I see no reason why he can't. You know, why it's always a offensive player, but seems to be having a good enough year to be considered for that for sure. There's been a few guys over the years that have done it defensively, but not many.
1: The more spread offense we see is having a good pass rusher on the interior. A kind of one way to slow it down
0: because he's just starting closer to the ball. Correct. Um, you know, the ball is getting out quicker. There are some shorter drops than there used to be, and that guy can impact it, the game. But a great player at any position is always welcomed and will make a difference. Big, uh,
1: early.
0: He- great player. You know, good size, good speed, runs hard, got great vision does a really good job in their running game, their zone schemes of how to find the open area, hit it, and get it. And uh, he's an excellent receiver out of the backfield, too. So he's a complete back.
1: I think there was a stark difference statistically between uh, before the Barkley 22-yard run and after. Uh, what Was that that much of a game-turning play, or what happened? What, what caused it? Dis- uh...
0: Well, that play in particular, um, we were in a defense – Because of the situation that they would make some yards rushing, not 22 of them, we uh, poorly leveraged the play on the backside when it came back out. And so that was more of a scheme for uh, some of the yards, but that it went for 22 was just poor fundamentals. But
1: then after that, you know, the the defensive performance after that seemed to wither.
0: Uh, He had the other big run, the first start of the uh, first play of the overtime where we played it very poorly inside, um, but those, you know, those two runs were the ones that he got most of his numbers on.
1: What do you see in how frequently and how effectively the Rams use play action?
0: Uh, they they use it a lot and they're very effective with it. Um, you know, their their whole first and second down offense is based on the quarterback being under center the majority of the time. And they marry their run game and passing game together better than anybody has. And um, they're very productive with it.
1: What have you come to appreciate about Sean from afar, just as a play caller, and what he's done to put his imprints on that offense?
0: He's done a great job, obviously. Um, I like that he's got a simple but yet very effective offense that creates conflicts for the defense, that they run their – marry their running game and passing game together in such a really good fashion. Um, I've always been impressed with him. I remember um, a couple years ago, you know, not too long before, he got hired by the Rams uh, speaking to a, a general manager in the league. And he was asking me about offensive coaches to consider because he thought he might be looking for a head coach. And I mentioned his name to him. That's how highly I thought of him back then, even before the success he's had. What are some of the things that impress you about Goff, you know, running the show? He runs the show very well, you know, as far as the play action game, the running game. He does his part in making everything look the same. And then he comes up out of there firing very accurately. You know, and they're not they're not throwing a lot of short passes. They're throwing the ball into that 15, 25 yard range and and beyond. And he's a very accurate passer in those areas, and he's done a great job with this offense. You
1: and Sean McVay both have good players on your side of the ball. To what extent is this an actual chess match? Do you think your play calling versus versus his, as far as making a difference in the outcome?
0: Well, that that's the way it is every week, really. Um,
1: Different this. I mean, more against a guy like him, or
0: no? Other than he's really good at calling the game. He's got really got a really good scheme, and he's got really good players running the scheme, so that makes it tougher. Headed back to Mass this week. Pardon? <laughs> Headed back to Mass this week. Can't give up, right? <laughs> For sure, I'll be there.
1: What has allowed Kyle Fuller to, to be able to jump routes the way that he has this year?
0: I just think it's an overall process of him gaining confidence through the time that we've been here and through the ordeal that he's been through his first three years in the league. Um, putting in the time and study and, um, being prepared.
1: Does it impress you at all that just on kind of a human level that he had the the play at the start of the year where he dropped the interception against Green Bay and he's come back from it to have the year that he's having?
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's always good to see a guy come back, but he hadn't come back by luck or happenstance. He's, he's worked hard. You know, he works hard mentally in preparation (laughs) on the field and he's done a good job preparing and it's paid off.
1: what is your or what do you think when you see a player like Akeem Hicks, one of your guys getting a chance on offense to, to score and, and be involved in a play like that?
0: I don't think a whole lot about it other than I'm happy for the success of the team, obviously. If if we can use a guy or two from the defense to help the offense, I'm all for it. I have not. <laughs> Pardon me? Is there one player I don't think so. <laughs> And Matt's been uh, talking to us really, whether, whether he's been talking
1: about the Rams this week or even his own offensive way back to training camp, the importance of running multiple plays, of the same formation, stacking plays on plays. As a defensive coordinator, how does that
0: stress the defense and make it so make your job so difficult? That's always the best way to be offensively is to um, do a lot of different things out of the same looks, and, and when it's run and play action and they look the same, those are always the toughest to defend.
1: Said that you know, each week is kind of a similar challenge, but you know the teams like the Rams, the Saints, um, the Chiefs—they're pro- not only prolific, but they're consistently prolific, except for the Cowboys last week. How much, how much, how daunting is that for somebody like you and your defense to face these a team like this uh, that is so so prolific?
0: Very much so. You know they're really good. Um, like I said, they got. Really good players, really good scheme, really good play caller. Um, it's a tough assignment, no doubt about it, as evidenced by what they've done. Um, but we got to show up.
1: Did, did the Cowboys game against the Saints at least give you some hope that the defenses can at least catch up to some of these, to, to some extent, to these?
0: I didn't see any of the game, so um, I mean, I've never bought into. You know, there was a couple questions that in here a couple weeks ago after the. 54-51 game. That is this the new way of the NFL? I, and you know, I didn't. You guys heard my answers, and you know, it was just it was that was the talk of the week. But these guys and the teams you've mentioned are very capable of scoring into the mid thirties to the high forties. Very capable.
1: We we did speak to you about that a couple weeks ago. Is there a level of excitement in a way to say, hey, make a statement on behalf of defensive football in this day and age? For but for you going up against an offense like this? I mean,
0: oh, well, we'd like to make that statement every week, you know, knowing the assignment this week is tougher than usual. But, you know, that could happen any week in the game, any week in the league. So, yeah, we accept the challenge and know that it will be hard and uh, know that they will make some plays. And uh, hopefully we'll make a few of ours and come out on top.
1: Scene 54:51. When we talked to you a couple weeks ago, now that you're going through it on some of the Rams' film, anything that, that jumps out to you about, about it?
0: You know, it um, it just it, you know it doesn't have to be that game only. Um, all the games you look at kind of resemble that, and um, they're just really good. You know, and I hate to be vanilla and repetitive, but really good scheme, really good player caller, really good players. Are there traits that, that – That equals whatever they're averaging on offense. Sorry.
1: Are there traits that Mack and Donald
0: share? Um, that's that they're both great players. You know, obviously different positions, so the physical traits are different. But other than um, – but they both played tenacious. Both play with a love of the game, I think. And um, both held out. And both got <laughs> rewarded handsomely. <laughs> Ah, uh, you'd have to give me a list, but I don't like to say one or the other. Or, but they're in the top five.
1: How have you seen? How have you seen Eddie Jackson ride some of the highs and lows? You know, even of the last three weeks, we have the pick six, the Odell Beckham play. How has he come through all of that um, mentally and, and with his focus?
0: Good. You know, he's um, like I told you before. One of Eddie's best attributes is that he doesn't panic on the field and like you would think and he so he doesn't panic or lose confidence when he has a bad play thanks
1: everyone thanks thank you thanks,